talking all the overnight action. Is he away with the Premiership? Can she hang on? Yes, she has. The dream comes true. The Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Yeah, James McDonald caught fire late yesterday. I think it was races 7, 8 and 9, Brody. He just but he went bang, bang, bang. Absolutely winner after winner. But our Kobe son might have been the most impressive of them all. It was a heavy favourite, had to wait for a split. And the trainer, Angela Davies, is on the line. Hey, Angela. Yeah, good morning. Were you feeling the pressure? Our Kobe son, a hot favourite? Um, no, not really. Purely because I was very happy with the horse on the morning of the race. So I spoke to my track work rider and we both, and foreman Meg, and... Uh, I said, are you nervous today? And she said, no. She said, um, I think he's great. And I said, yeah, I agree. I said, he's probably as good as we can have him. So, yeah, I, th- I think if you turn up and, and you're extremely happy with your horses, it's 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 not very nerve-wracking. The money was a bit surprising, you know, how short he was. I was sort of going, wow. Short? Dollar <laughs> oh, fifty, Angela, how much improvement did he take out of that first start run? Because you only gave him the one soft trial leading into the preparation. Yeah, look... Um, uh, that's exactly right, and he took. I think if I'd have trialed twice, he probably wins down there. Um, yeah, it's interesting if you, you know, he went in there a little bit underdone and probably didn't need to be, you know, caught caught deep, and then he sort of overdid it mid stages that first race, and I thought, oh, yeah, it ended up sort of a little bit tougher run than than we would have liked. What's he uh, like to yeah. be? Oh, sorry, Angela. Go what's on. he like to be in train? Because he his form line's there for us all to see. He's so consistent, but every single run he just continues to improve, doesn't he? Yeah. Look. Um. Yeah. It's 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 delightful to have horses that just keep improving. So many of them sort of get to a level and they stop very quickly. But um, he's just continuing to take the next step. And you know, talking to James, he said he's still sort of gassing himself mid stages in his races, sort of overdoing it. So. He's still learning, you know, his trade and he's, you know, once he learns to fully relax and, you know, I, I think he'll just, just keep taking that next step. So, so Angela, so you're training the horse. You turn up at the track, you know it's favourite. And when you see the money like that, $1.80, $1.60, do you often wonder, you go, where's this coming from? Like, did, does it shock you when that happens? I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. The amount of money that came for him certainly shocked me. But then, you know, you got the J Mac factor. It's always, yeah. you know, how many points do you knock off for him? There's, you know, uh, there's a lot of points get knocked off. As soon as he jumps on, everyone goes, "Well, wow, he must like the horse." And she's been able to get him on. And you know, it's all, it's all that. It's all, it's all part that. of it. It's sort of, you know, and the punters go, "Oh my God!" You know, this is. And I think our strike rate's pretty good too. So, you know, you look at that and, and everyone's on, you know. Is he hard to get on, Angela? Look, like, how do you go about the process of saying, we need J-Mac to ride this horse, let's get in early, let him know the horse is in? How does it all work? Oh, well, well, mainly you sort of ring Mark Guest. Yep. Um, you know, the manager and you sort of say to him, you know, I like this horse. And then they usually go and have a look at his form or her form and... You know, yeah, but I sort of, you know, I don't go throwing him on things that I, I don't think are very progressive horses. You know, I only throw him on horses that I think are, are sort of really going forward and going somewhere that, you know, you can use him and use his weight. You've got to think about the weight as well. Can't get him on very light horses, so, you know, lightly yeah. weighted horses. Um, so, yeah, a little bit of thought goes into it, but... Um, 
yeah, I always hope that I'm getting the horse good enough that he will jump on it, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. That's, that's a big thing. What do you think might be his ultimate trip going down the line? I'm hoping he'll get a good 12. I think he will. I think he'll get a good 1,200 metres. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. And even James and I talking yesterday, you know, and he said, oh, you know, I think he'll be better. He said, I said he'd be better next prep. He said, I think he'd be better next prep. And I said, I tend to agree with you. I said, I, I, I believe so as well, you know. Uh, and that'll be interesting. Like, he's lightly raced. He's well looked after. Um, you know, this horse could race on a little bit and sort of just keep improving as a four-year-old, you know. And you've got another improving four-year-old that's nominated for Gosford during the week by the name of Coco Dreaming, Angela. And this horse looks another one following an eye-catching first up second. Looks hard to beat once again. Yeah, look, she's a, she's a lovely filly and there's, you know, she's going forward as well. And there's also Caradata that we're going to focus on the provincial championships with him. We've just brought him back into work after a terrific win first up at Canterbury. Um, yeah, so so I've got a couple. We have a couple that are that are very nice horses. So we've got a couple of yearlings, uh, sorry, two-year-olds coming through that are very nice as well. How many do you have at your stable at the moment? It's just a boutique operation, isn't it? Yeah, maximum about 12. That's me. Do you like the hands-on sort of training? Because obviously you get these improving types that just continue to grow into each preparation. Look, it's, it's you know, I live, I live on my property with the horses, you know, out the back. And... Um, yeah, it's really a lifestyle, and it's uh, and it's wonderful. I live on a beautiful spot at Narara. I'm looking down over sort of five acres next door, and it's, you know, we're like in the country, but four minutes from Gosford Racecourse. So, um, yeah, it's just great. It's just what I love to do, and I love the horses, and I would hate to have sort of 40 or 80 in work, but you're, you're really not having a good look, and you're not hands-on. It just becomes all too busy. So I actually enjoy the hands-on style of training. Angela, you mentioned 40 or 50 Imagine if you were Ma Eustace or Waller and, and there were hundreds. I reckon they must have a computer program that NASA would be proud of to manage. Yeah, look. How would you do it? It's so interesting. I went down to Melbourne with Alicia Roma, which didn't work out, but um, I went down there and I sat in the hut with um, uh, Ben Hayes. Yep. And he showed me his program. I said to him, how do you do it with so many horses? And and these computer programs, they were just amazing. I know. It was, he just sits on the computer all morning, though, you know, sort of watches horses. But there's hundreds on the on, on the books, and this one's doing this work, and this one's – and unless you're, you're – I don't really know how they keep track of it all, but it would be a nightmare. See, the thing about this, Angela – I know we've gone off on a tangent, a tangent here, but you took me there, Angela, so it's your fault. But, okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so – I've got a horse in one of those massive stables. You know, I've got a 5% share in yeah. a four-year-old gelding that is is with the hay stable. It's not stacking yeah. up to city class. Yeah, so, it, yeah. so it's running it's running at Geelong on the poly or at Pakenham or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. How do they keep a track of my horse and know that there's a suitable benchmark 64 coming up for horses in which it'll get a good weight and we can get this decent jockey on this Friday afternoon. You know what I mean, oh, Angela? Look, there's so many people. You know, I, I, let me put it to you this way. I don't think Ben's digging boxes out. No. <laughs> He's not feeding them or digging boxes no. out, which is what I do. So, um, Yeah, but but they've got several people working on those sort of things as well. It's not just him. Yeah. You know, then you've got your foreman and they're clocking them and your horse isn't running good enough time to be going to town and, 
yeah, just not working strong enough, you know, coming back. You know, he might need as well as other horses. So all of a sudden he's slotted into that provincial or yeah. country level and then they start to go, well, what are the best riders there? What weight are we going to get? Now, you know, but there's a lot of people behind the yeah, scenes yeah, with, it's that, a many, big, with it's that many horses. It's like yeah. a corporate operation. And just to tie yeah. it back in regards to your form, Angela, do you spend much time looking at the form or do you just try to find the races that you think might best suit the horse in regards to the grade and the journey? I Well, I select the race first. And then once the noms come out, um, I sort of start to have a really good look at it. But once your horses are in those benchmarks as well, you're, you're there. You're there. You're, you, can't, you can't avoid them, you know what I mean? You can't say, oh, I'm going there. The country racing in New South Wales now has restricted a lot of us provincial trainers going there for races with country-boosted races everywhere. Yeah. So, so we've got a race. If you've got a 64, you know, a 63 horse, you're stuck at the provincials with that horse. You know, so in saying, do I study the form? Yes, I probably um, definitely I'll, I'll dodge a race if I think it's too hard and try and find something somewhere yeah. else. So I definitely do that. There's, there's no doubt about that. If I think, wow, that's too hard, we need to have a look elsewhere. So, yeah, there's, there's a fair bit of that goes on as well. And there's a lot of lot of form studying, a lot, um, lot of looking at the calendar and trying to work out. And then you've got to, of course, work your horse into that day and make sure you're right that day as well. So, yeah. Yeah, my mind goes pretty well flat out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Hey, good on you, Angela. Thanks. We solved a lot of problems of the world then, didn't we? Well, we could have. God help us if we can sit down and talk more. It'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we might start our own podcast. Angela Davies, well done. He's a nice horse. We look forward to seeing him again at the races. Good on you, getting J-Mac Thank on. You. It was well done. And um, we're fascinated to hear your story. Thanks for your time on Thanks. Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. So Thank there you. she is, Angela Davies.